In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome back. I have a really exciting interview for all you love is blind people out there. We have Aaliyah and Taylor joining me right now. How are you guys? I'm so happy to see you. Hi, doing well. I know this is probably the craziest time. So I have, I just want to jump right into it. So one of my main questions is at what point did you think to yourself like, fuck it, I don't care about looks. I want to go find someone and not have to like care about that. I feel like that's a really big sort of decision that you have to like really internally make. Yeah, for sure. I know it was like probably like a couple months before the opportunity came up, but I was just like done with dating. I was dating on Bumble and Tinder and Henge and literally all the dating apps you could think of. Um, And I was just done with it. I felt like that's all people cared about looks. I know I looked at like height, maybe where they worked. And that was like literally it. I'd be like, okay, I'm going on the date. Um, and for me, I just was like, I'm not even building an emotional connection with these men. Right. Like none of this actually matters, you know? Sure. What about you, Aaliyah? Um, same for me. Like I, I had kind of gone on a little dating hiatus and then I was slowly easing my way back in when the opportunity came to come on this show. And I was super excited about it because I didn't really last very long on the dating apps. I deactivated my account after like two months. Um, I just felt like people were so focused on looks and money. And, you know, I, I, I was like, dang, do I bring my YSL? Do I wear some, like, it just, yeah, it was overwhelming to the point where I couldn't focus on the core. I want you to focus on me as a person, not what I have on, not what I look like. Um, you know, not my shape, you know, just things like that. So. Um, it was nice to be able to kind of remove all the superficial, get to the nitty gritty and the core of who a man was, um, what they're all about, and just really kind of build the chemistry and the foundation based off the right things. I was super excited about doing something like this. And it's unique, but it's exciting. It really is. Definitely. I think I, I love watching you both develop these romantic connections, but I'm curious, was there anyone, because this is about personality and getting to know um, the guys. Was there anyone that each of you connected with just on a friendship level that was just really fun that you're like, wow, I love talking to this guy. I would talk to him even if it wasn't like, even if you couldn't feel the romance in it, but just a fun person to talk to. I definitely had some guys that, you know, I was even interested in at first, you know, JP and I had the strongest connection, but there were still those other connections. And I, I like talking to a lot of the men. Now, there were some that I was like, absolutely not so early on. But, <laughs> you know, then there were the ones that I was like, wait, they're so fun. This is awesome. So, yeah. What about you, Leah? <laughs> Taylor knows this, but my pod bestie was JP. <laughs> um, oh, I love we, that. We were super tight. Um, and it, it actually, I don't think 
I mean, we we probably had like one date where it was really serious and we were both like, okay, do we like each other in the very beginning? And then I think after that, he and I realized we could just be cool and just kind of be open. So it was really interesting because like, you know, Taylor and I, we spent a lot of time in the lounge talking about her and JP's relationship. And she knew I was really tight with him in the friendship way. So yeah, that was probably my closest friendship on the male side. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. going back to the lounge and like the common space, I know as an outsider, we don't really know how much time you're spending in there or like what the situation is. I don't know how the, how you go into each individual pods. Like how long are you guys in the common space for a lot of the time? Yeah. Yeah. It just depends. I feel like, yeah, it most, depends. Most of the time you're, you're dating, but you know, you have time sure. to like, to talk, to breathe, to eat, like, you know, uh-huh. I'll take a break. Yeah, <laughs> for <decompress>. sure. <laughs> now I know Aaliyah, we saw a lot of what you had to um, go through with like the jealousy and stuff. What were other, like, how was that dealing with the jealousy or seeing other people? Um, Taylor, I'm not sure if you had other women that were interested in JP. I know uh, Aaliyah, you had a friendship with him, but like, how is that processing the jealousy? Because for me, that would send me straight into the like the upside down. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Kay. For me, it, it, I just was, I did my best to kind of like not put all of my, um, my date, like all the things that I talked about in my date out there because I, mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to avoid that. Like I didn't want that jealousy and the drama with the other women. I yeah. never asked other women about their date. I never did that. I, I actually avoided wanting to know who else Uche was even talking to. I didn't want to know, you know, because I wanted to like base my judgment on him and my feelings. I wanted to keep that kind of sacred. And I mean, I still had interactions where I had to sit down with women, you know, and be like, okay, it's okay. Like, I know, you know, we both know we're dating the same guy, but it's okay. We're both, we can be mature about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It it just is what it is, you know, like we knew we were coming here and we're going to be in this situation. So, you know, let's just handle it the best way we can. And I think it ended up working out pretty well for me in that department with the with the women, at least. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I did my best. What about you? I didn't really have that problem. JP made me feel like super secure so early on. So I just like never got the jealousy feeling. Um, I know like with another guy I was dating, like that I had a strong connection with at the beginning, another girl had a strong connection with, and like, you know, part of me wanted to be jealous, but right. Like Aaliyah said, it's part of it. And we made like lifelong friends, I feel like. So, oh, I'm sure I bet, I bet something like this, um, really connects you because there truly are so few people that go through um a dating process an experiment like this because i mean i don't even know i mean i definitely have not gone on a date with a man who i didn't know what they looked like but have built up who they are like you know what i have this emotional connection with them before and i think tell me if i'm wrong when you finally got to see them in person was it hard to connect the two because in my head i'm like okay i have this emotional like voice of a person and then i see their actual physical being it's does it feel like two people? It just felt like starting over. 
Like I, I was like, yeah. oh God, <laughs> we have to start all over again. <laughs> really? Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. It's kind of weird connecting the two because at first you're just used to hearing the voice and the voice becomes so comforting. It's actually kind of weird. Like you become very, <laughs> you become very connected to just the voice. And sometimes mm-hmm. like, you know, bringing the two together is kind of awkward. It's a little, it's just weird, you know, because it didn't start off with the physical, you know, now oh, yeah. you're them together and it, it can be kind of complicated, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's sort of um, having some like talking to somebody who's really good via text, but then they are not so funny and charismatic in person. You know what I mean? (laughs) It could be something uh, (laughs) like that, I think. And then um, do you think that this sort of lived up to the expectations? Were you were you surprised at being able to find someone from this? Did you have that expectation coming into this like I hope this works or like, maybe it's not going to work. kind of skeptical. I was ready. I was like, I'm going in here and I'm finding my husband. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I was skeptical. <laughs> I was a little skeptical. Cause I was like, I don't know. Like I'm kind of picky. <laughs> like, I, don't know. I, I didn't you. think I, I didn't know if it was going to happen for me to be honest. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know how I would act going into that because it's a really, it's a big chance. And especially when the doors open, because I know we've seen um, situations where the doors have opened and people have been let down, but I got to tell you when I saw, you know, the first couple episodes, I was like, man, these guys are lucky. They jackpot with the women, (laughs) the women all across the board were stunning. And then it's always like question about the men, but you guys, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we did it. You know, I think, I think they got really lucky with, um, especially the two of you and I loved watching your stories. So thank you so much for chatting with me and I cannot wait to see how this plays out. Thank, thank you. So you. Much. The bachelor podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico and Rebecca South McCann editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner, guest booking by Allie Friedlander, and be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter, and send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.